Hey, it's producer Danks again. Make sure to stop by Blues Hog on Thursday night at Spot 520. It's going to be a wild time with a big surprise. Tim, Brother D, and the whole gang will be there. podcast is brought to you by the Kansas City Barbecue Store, the official provider of barbecue supplies to listeners of Pitmaster. The dog days of summer are here, which means it's prime barbecue season. The grills are kicking, and as we get in those last days of summer, you really got to make sure you have what you need. But it also means that the American Royal is right around the corner. From smokers and fuel to rubs and sauces, the Kansas City Barbecue Store has everything and anything you could want. Make the Kansas City Barbecue Store your one-stop shop for everything that you need for the American Royal. I know that I will. This year at the American Royal, we'll be doing our first live Pitmaster podcast broadcast from Kansas Speedway with the great folks at the Kansas City Barbecue Store. We hope to have a lot of teams come by and say hi, and we think it's going to be a lot of fun. So as a listener of the Old Virginia Smoke Pitmaster podcast, you can get 10% off of your order this American Royal season by using the code PITPOD, P-I-T-P-O-D, and for online orders at www.thekansascitybarbecuestore.com. Uh, Luke Darnell here, host of Pit Master, an Old Virginia Smoke podcast, and I'm with my friend Rod Gray, president of KCBS. How you doing, bud? I'm living the dream, Luke. Or That's CEO, I'm say. sorry. I, I said it wrong. CEO. I don't... I don't like the title. I've already told you that. It's fun. You don't know, say it. <laughs> so we, it's a big week for us, huh? It's Next week is a big week for us. A very big week for us. Absolutely. Yes. American, American Royal, Royal. All my buds come to town, plus another 500 teams. Uh, the Royals back this year. I mean, really back. 535 teams. They're sold out. That's incredible. It, it is incredible. I don't know what what did it this year, but but more power to them. I mean, it's, it's, that's the way it used to be in the West Bottom. Sold out at around five hundred and forty five teams. So that's that's yeah. that'll be great to see and great to be a part of. <laughs> it will. I uh, I begin my journey on Sunday evening, so I'm very excited. Very does, excited. Does, how, when will you be here? Sunday night. Oh, you're flying. I forgot. I'm sorry. Yeah, taking the aeroplane this year. It's going to be a little different. A little different that for should, me. That shouldn't be legal for competition barbecue. <laughs> I don't know. That's just been... That's, that's pretty tough. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what kind of day have you had? <laughs> well, you know, just, a, just an average day. Just an average day. Maybe I'll maybe I'll I'll introduce that in the in the master series rule. You can't fly in. <sighs> Well, this podcast was brought to you by, <laughs> you know, by no, <laughs> right? So, as a as a cook, what did the American Royal mean to you? Um. So, I've heard someone else say this, and I will swear he stole it from me. But to to the American Royal, the Invitational, for example, is the ultimate barbecue contest. 
anybody who wins a qualifying event is invited. No one is left at home. Um, this year, I'm going to paraphrase their numbers. I'm not going to get I'm going to estimate them. It's around 250 teams in the invitation. Wow. Honestly, I've never heard of that. Um, we used to tap out about 165. And I know they're, they're, they're allowing to go further back to qualify because of the pandemic. But it's, it's some in the neighborhood of 250 teams in the invitation. That's crazy. I've never seen that before. So, but to win that contest, granted, winning any contest, you have to have some luck on that day. But when you, you win the American Royal Invitational, you have really done something, especially this year. Any year, though. Um, and then to turn around in the open, having 535 teams and, the, you know, the, the count for all the side dishes and sausage and things like that are all up this year. Uh, what an amazing event to be a part of. And and something else new, 23, 23 international teams this year. I think it's the most the Royals ever had for international. So That's great. Um, it's going to be a banner year, but but to me, honestly, um, if I could win one contest, it'd be the American Invitational. If I could win two, it'd be the Invitational in the Open. And <laughs> if I could do it on the same weekend, that would be special. Has anyone ever <laughs> done that? Uh, no, not to my number. Um, not in the let's say this, not in the modern era. Gotcha. Um, Carolyn Wells and I were talking uh, just the other day, and she was recounting the start of the Royal. They actually had it in the Golden Ox parking lot, yeah, which is a lot that they don't use on the West Bottom, but it's it's not huge. It was like thirty seventeen in the first ever American Royal. She's been tasked with um, recording every winner of the American Royal, which she has done. I wish I, I wish I had that list for this talk, but anyway, um, there's a lot of history there that that doesn't get a lot of conversation about it. But uh, in case you guys was called in. Um, to help them because they were having some trouble getting their award reconciled uh, into about year, I don't know, three or four of them. Wow. But yeah. yeah. That's uh, the Golden Ox is one of the first places, the, my first Royal, that was the first place I ate in Kansas City. Really? <laughs> yes, because I was told that the burn ends there were amazing. At the, at the Golden Ox? Yeah, and they were. They were really right. good. Yeah. Awesome. I only know the Ox for steaks. Um, it was an over-the-top steakhouse um, when I went. I didn't even. I don't know. I don't know when they had a barbecue. and I didn't know about that. Yeah, so. I've had a lot of good meals in Kansas City. You know, there's a lot of good places, and I can't wait to get back there. So we got some decent food. So get palate to it. Go ahead. How are you approaching this year's royal in your new role? Well, one, it starts on Tuesday. So I'll be out at the Royal starting Tuesday. Um, honestly, this will be my first Royal behind the curtain, for lack of a better way to put it. And we have a lot of great people coming in town uh, in terms of reps. The entire staff here at KCBS will be out there on the ground the entire time. Uh, I know it's going to be a lot of work. I know it's going to be long days. Um, but I know it's going to be a lot of fun. And I know we're going to get it right. Absolutely. We always do get it right. So it'll, it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. This podcast is brought to you by BarbecueData.com. BarbecueData.com is your one-stop shop for all of your barbecue competition data. Historical data, calls, wins, placements, 
everything under one roof. It's a great way not only to track yourself in the standings, but also to track how you improve your scores from year to year. Listeners of this podcast can receive 20% off of a new subscription to barbecuedata.com with the code PITPOD. That's one word, all capital letters, P-I-T-P-O-D, PITPOD. So check your team scores, check on others, and do it all on barbecuedata.com. Somebody asked me this question about about you being at the Royal this year, and I've held on to this for two weeks. We talk pretty regularly, and I've held on to this for two weeks because I wanted to ask you during the podcast. You're shaking your head because I know you're oh, about here, to be. I know, I'm thinking here it comes. Do you plan on visiting every site? No. No. <laughs> no, I won't visit every site. No. Um, I was very careful. You know, I've been with KHBS since the end of my sixth week. And, you know, when I got the job, a friend of mine said, oh, you're going to have a call. It's a royal. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I don't know anything about that. Um, I don't think I'll have a golf cart at the Royal. I could probably borrow the one or the reps, but I think I need to leave that for them to conduct business with. So and I just, I'm pretty sure I won't hit every site. Uh, I'll do my best to get around. I've gotten tons of invitations to attend functions and I've got some things to do officially out there. Um, but no, I, not this year. I won't hit every site. It was a funny question when it was posed to me because I was like, I was like, that's some shit that I would do, but I don't, <laughs> but I, I would know, hate it. I'm not, here's the thing. I am into the details and, and, and that would be a very interesting thing to try to accomplish. But I think it would take too much time away from the things that I need to do to be helpful to the, to the whole team that, that's pulling us off. Absolutely. Absolutely. So maybe, maybe year two, I can do that. Maybe well, I can try to get to every single team. I have I have tried this year to be a mentor to four or five teams that are coming out for the first time and really explain to them the things they got to go to, the places they got to go to in Kansas City. And uh, I know that the East Coast contingent this year is very excited about going. Um, there's people that have won their first contest since the cutoff that are just waiting for next year already. So it's, and, you know, because it's such a, it's a trip. To get out there. It is. Yeah, you're not from around here. You're right. But it's a pilgrimage that I've told every team when they win their first one. I'm like, you 100% need to sign up for the American Royal. Mm -hmm. And I don't care if you have to not go to three other contests, but every barbecue cook should go and experience it. And that's my true belief of it. Oh, I'm I'm 100% with you. Um, I know most people... If they get chosen, we'll pick the Jack over the Royal, and I actually get why they do that. The thing about the Jack is there's some there's some scheduled stuff that you feel the need to attend. The Royal is a little more you have to pick your own path, kind of a kind of a way. It's a know? choose your own adventure. <laughs> yeah, it is. And you know, for at, at the Jack, they kind of have it set for you, and you just hand they hand you an itinerary and away you go. But at the Royal, you can you can venture out and get into trouble or you can, can stay close to home and hopefully you stay out of trouble and it's all completely up to you but you can stay plenty close to do, plenty to see yeah. and it's like a huge family reunion of a, of a dysfunctional family and, and it's I, you can stay home and get in trouble yeah you can no that's true too yeah especially you know if you have the right neighbor that's that's absolutely true that's yeah. why i get there on wednesday so i can get that all out of my system when it's time to 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 get down to it. 
That's a smart plan. Yes. Do you have any advice that you would give to a first-time royal cook? So, um, unfortunately, when you say that, I instantly shift into cook mode. So, it, it comes from the cook perspective. But I would absolutely get the lay of the land. I would absolutely time that walk to turn in. Um, it's no different than any other American royal. Turn in can be a way the way. And it, I'm not saying you can't do it by yourself. But it, it would really be tough to cook the royal by yourself. So you have to have somebody return in, and you have to know along that walk is. You can't yep. get DQ'd. If, if you get that down, the rest of it is just like cooking a barbecue contest. But getting there um, to turn in from wherever you're at, that's got to be the most important thing. Absolutely. I, and, you know, it's I've never had less than four people, including myself, there. Um this year we have five um, and it's funny how the roles have developed, you know, two people to take the boxes. Uh, mm-hmm. We have two people to take it just in case there's any issue or we need to get people out of the way or need a blocker. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then we have two people staying back with me. Um, Rick and Liz Hamilton, who I believe, you know, hand bones by the fire. So fan you and feed you great between. No, it's not that. Leanne and Kim call Rick the Luke Whisperer. He he talks me off the ledge. So okay, um, yeah, it's uh, and it's actually funny because Liz does the same to me, and uh, she's she's my word old buddy in the morning. So it's <laughs> it's just going to be a lot of fun, and I think that's the my message to everybody was. This is your first royal, and I want you to cook well and everything, but I also want you to take it all in and enjoy it because it really is the biggest spectacle in barbecue. And really, really just take it all in and make sure that you, if you don't get a call, that you still leave extremely happy and glad that you went. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what, Luke? I, I completely tune out the environment, but it, it's pretty cool to be on the infield of the Kansas Speedway for it. And once you've done it enough times, uh, you know, you get callous to it. You know, all you're thinking about is getting your spot, getting set up, making sure everything, everything goes off right, making sure you get things turned in, hope for the best. But but take a look around while you're there because it's a really cool place, too. Absolutely. Well, thank you for being the uh, cleanup hitter in my run of podcasts during Royal Week. I'm happy to do it. It's – um been a pretty amazing week of interviews in terms of Mike Wozniak from QL, uh, Travis Clark with a quick hitter with some advice to people coming for the first time, Johnny Trigg, and now yourself. So pretty good company. Pretty, pretty. This has always been a dream of mine. And this is me being selfish now on my own podcast, but it's my own podcast. So everyone can do whatever, but I, I spent a lot of time this week cataloging stories from two of the all-time greats in terms of Mike and Johnny. And I think that's super important to get those stories. And the best part about both of those podcasts is they both told the same story from different perspectives about the TV show they filmed in Reno, Nevada together. I was there. And you were there. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it, Hearing all of those viewpoints from different sides come together, not planned, 
those are just the stories that those two two gentlemen told to or chose to, to tell me. It's I'm blown away by it. So <laughs> it's going to be a great week, my friend. Hey, the weather's going to be good too. By the way, I don't know if we've seen it, but we're going to be I high getting seventy. Constant updates from Joe Pierce. Okay. Uh, because he and I are playing in a golf tournament on Monday. Oh, all right. And, uh, yeah, that's been an exercise. And so I shipped my clubs out to slaps, and I've heard every indictment. Like, these clubs are dirty. Uh, your golf shoes are horrible. It's all there. So, wow, look at that. The American Royal is calling me. I need to answer this. That. Yeah. You better take that. All right. I'll talk all to right. you later. All right. All right. Good to see you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Pitmaster, an old Virginia smoke podcast. Be sure to subscribe and like the podcast, rate the podcast, and to share it out with all your friends. Also, be sure to check out the old Virginia smoke YouTube channel as well. Tune in next week for another great episode of Pitmaster. For companies interested in advertising, please contact Old Virginia Smoke directly via www.oldvirginiasmoke.com. Pitmaster, an old Virginia smoke podcast, is edited by Chris Sedanka. Pitmaster, an Old Virginia Smoke podcast, is a property of Old Virginia Smoke, LLC. All rights reserved. Copyright 2022. Old Virginia, Old Virginia Smoke.